0: Hey everyone, this is the Everyday Leader podcast where we hear from inspiring individuals building and leading teams across Africa. Today I speak with Marianne Samantha Wambui from Nairobi, Kenya. She is an experienced customer success leader who is passionate about technology and obsessed with customers. She's worked in the tech space for the last six years and loves the idea of building technology that offers solutions. At RAISE, she works with startups in the Africa ecosystem to support their growth. Samantha and I spoke about earning promotions through both performance and trust, setting internal expectations through SOPs, and building a customer council. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Samantha. Welcome to the Everyday Leader podcast. Really excited to speak with you today.
1: Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about um, this podcast and the conversation we're about to have.
0: Great. So, you work at Raise, a startup based in Kenya, mm-hmm. and you serve as the customer success mm-hmm. manager. Uh, I'd love to unpack the journey that you've been on uh, as, a, as a manager and as a leader, and would love to start by hearing from you uh, maybe an early uh, career or early manager experience that you've had and, and how that has shaped your approach and your view towards uh, being a manager.
1: Yeah, so I've been at Raise now for um, about two years. And initially, when I joined the company, I was customer success lead. And my role has changed uh, quite a bit over the time. So last year, um, that's when I started the leadership uh, responsibility. And the one thing that I needed to do is to make sure that I lead the team towards increasing the number of customers that are signing up to the platform, as well as those that are being uh, converted to verified users. So initially, what we did um, as a team is to structure the standard operating procedures that we would use so, that it was clear um, how the different touch points with the customers was going to look like. And then, as well, coming up with the goals and then doing um, weekly coaching calls uh, with one of the company uh, partners, just so that we are also able to understand what are some of the things that we need to improve on and, yeah, weekly check in on how we were performing. So, through this experience, um the one key thing that i got to to learn is one the importance of having structure because people work differently right um they're those who prefer structure when they're working on specific tasks or specific um projects and then also being able to listen to the team, and then coming up with the goals together, as opposed to having a goal and saying, "Okay, this is the goal that we are all supposed to achieve," um, simply because we were all responsible for different areas in the um, yeah in the numbers numbers performance, and so our experience with the work was different, and therefore coming with that coming up with that goal together was uh, really important. So those are the key things that I learned. And so right now as a manager, I, I I trust my team enough to be able to listen and then as well coming up with the goals together and listen enough to sort of like be able to identify what are some of the challenges challenges that we're each having as a team and then coming up with the solutions together
0: amazing and uh, when you look at it, it it's only been two years but I imagine in in startup uh, land it, it, it doesn't definitely uh, feels longer than that uh, so maybe you know you, you touched on some of the learnings and you know you you said that you earned the promotion from customer success lead into customer success uh, manager um, I'd love to hear more on uh, what was that conversation like? with the founders of the company, um, in terms of earning that promotion and and what uh, increased kind of expectation they had in relation to that growth in responsibility?
1: Initially, it came in as a request, right? Um, Where the management wanted us to increase our performance. And so at that time I was working under the chief growth officer and she was, you know, working in a startup, there's so many hats that one has to hold, and then there's so many other responsibilities. So our chief growth officer was involved in so many other projects. So she it, it, it started as default that I became the person who was responsible for leading the team and making sure that we are achieving these goals. And so initially, the goal that we were given was scary. And so by the end of, I would say, um, Q4 of last year, when we were reporting the numbers, um, I had a conversation with the chief growth officer, who was my manager at the time, to request, um, of course, for you know, salary rumination. But I, we didn't have a conversation about the change of my role. That happened actually this year. Um, and that happened, I guess it's also because I, so, I had developed trust with the management team. And so by default, the role came um, with me getting the promotion and then us having a conversation about the change uh, in the title. Because with, we had a, a commercial director who was coming in. And so we were restructuring the organogram. And she had suggested a title for my role. Um, yeah, a title for my role. And that would have been the customer success director. But I was more comfortable with customer success manager just because I wanted it to, the, for to be clear that my role has elevated from customer success lead to customer success manager. Yeah. So in short, Chris, it was more of building trust and performance. That's how I ended up um, getting the promotion at the company.
0: Fantastic. And did you mention you manage team members at this stage?
1: Yes, yes. I was managing the team on behalf of the chief growth officer. And even right now, my we have a commercial director and my role is the as a customer success manager is making sure that as a team we are um, executing to deliver on the goals that we're supposed to be working on. So that means that my role now is more on supporting the team and to remove any blockers that they might they might have to be able to deliver on the individual functions that they work on. So before this structure was changed, I was doing both um, customer execution work as well as team management. But now my role is more on team management and less on of the customer uh, work. Yeah, um, you're right. Um, so there have been some challenges uh, simply because initially I was managing the team as well as so managing um the commercial director as she was joining the company right so being caught in the middle but my main role right now is trying to help the team understand the high level goals that management has come up with right so the commercial director will 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 give us our key initiatives. And so now my role is to make sure that individually as each team member, we're able to understand what we're supposed what initiatives we're supposed to be running individually to be able to achieve the main objectives for the team, which are then tied to the company objectives. Right. And then if anyone has any challenges, they actually come to me first And then if I'm not able to resolve that challenge for them, then it's moved to the commercial director who's able now to to remove the blockers for them. And when it comes to customer relationship management, so my team is equipped um, to support the customers where they need. That could be in marketing, sales, and onboarding. But if there is a technical question that comes up and no one in the team is able to resolve, then they move it to me. So I resolve that for, I help them manage the situation with a client. And if I'm unable to manage that situation, then I have to uh, pass it along to the commercial director to address it uh, with the customer or also sometimes it could be internally. I also am responsible to make sure that we have the SOPs in place. So these SOPs are constantly changing for the team as the team continues to grow, right? Um, So making sure that these are updated and everybody is clear in terms of how we are running operations when it comes to the services that we are offering the clients. And then also the, the process we're supposed to follow when we are working with different teams in other departments. So for example, when we are doing usability testing, that's usually led by the product team, and the customer-facing team provides support, so understanding how, um, yeah, how that is structured in terms of how we're supposed to work together to make sure that we have successfully achieved the goal of um, a successful usability test research with our customers. And even the situation where we are reporting bugs from clients, there is a process that needs to be followed. So I make sure that this is clear for everyone in the team. And then as well, when we are recruiting for a new role, I'm also responsible for making sure that we identify what the team needs to be able to, yeah, to achieve a specific goal. So that's if we are limited in terms of resources, then also supporting the, commercial director and coming up with a job description and then also working with the uh, operations slash people in re- in regards to recruitment and hiring for that specific role.
0: Uh, that, that definitely uh, was a deep dive into kind of the the structures and how you engage with other teams, which is quite uh, important uh, to get right uh, at a, mm-hmm. a, a startup that is looking to, to grow. So I'd love to hear a bit more about uh, what uh, RAISE is all about, what's the mission, and then uh, in your role as in customer success, I see on your LinkedIn that you write that you're an advocate for the customer. What does that mean in the context of RAISE and uh, why are you excited to continue helping RAISE uh, grow?
1: Awesome, thanks for that question. Yeah, so RAISE helps early stage and seed stage startups to organize their startups for growth. And so we provide founders with a solution to manage their business effectively, uh, be in the best position to raise money from world-class investors, sell equity responsibly, be able to retain uh, their ownership and then give them the ability to hire and retain their employees through um, the employee stock options. And, And in this way, we're able to provide them the ability to sustainably grow as a business so currently as customer success uh lead or other manager yeah so my role is to make sure that as a team we are providing the best customer and user experience for the customer customer to be able to feel the value of working with us in such a way that they are motivated to stay so when I say that I am an advocate for the customer, I basically just mean we have to give them what we promise, right? For them to feel the value of spending the money to get services and using our product.
0: And and what what is an example of how you, in the customer success uh, role, mm-hmm. have... Uh, delivered on that promise. How? What, what are some maybe changes? You mentioned your work in collaboration with uh, the product team and rolling out new features. How have uh, you and your team contributed towards improving uh, the product and improving the experience and success of your early adopters?
1: Okay, great. Um, so as I had mentioned earlier, my team... Work and I work with the product team to make sure that we are building uh features that work well for the customer. So how we've done how we are doing it and how we've done it in the past is through um co- working together to coordinate uh usability testing interviews. Um and so for my team, it involves coming up with like a customer council, a list of customers who would be honest enough to give us feedback on what is working for them and what we need to improve to make it better so on our on our end what we've done in the past is after we've come up with a customer council list we contact this um, these customers once it's confirmed let's say from the product team side when we are going to do the usability testing. So we organize those interviews with the clients, get on a call, ask them a couple of questions. And then after a series of of those interviews, we then now have the product team supporting in our research report. And so now this is what will guide what feature is going to be built and how it's going to look like. So once it has gone into production, there is the quality assessment of these features. So it first starts from the product owner's side who tests these features. And then once she has confirmed that they are okay, then they have to come to myself and the onboarding lead to test these features before they're released. And then my we my marketing lead then goes ahead and sends out communication emails and content, just informing the users of these new new features that we have built, and then also just giving them a guide as to how they work. So in addition to the product side, we also have, um, we're trying to build a customer success community, uh, which means providing ac- uh, uh, access to us for, the customers to be able to contact us whenever they're having um, any issues that they are experiencing and then on our end just making sure it's if it's if it's an issue of understanding the how a specific feature works then that means that we are doing our best to make sure that we provide clarity either getting on a call with them or doing now a descriptive write-up also for future um, customers to be able to understand how a specific feature works and then if it's a bug making sure that is it is resolved within um, a good timeline and then also making sure that the communication to the client is regular especially if there's going to be a delay in resolving a specific bug.
0: Yeah. Well, you touched a lot on the the process, and <laughs> you earlier mentioned some of the kind of high level goals for Raise, and in including helping founders prepare for fundraising, build out their cap table, launch employee stock option plans, and uh, and then how you as a team uh, support them practically. I'd love to hear maybe an example of like a feature that has gone through that process you just described
1: okay Um, i would say the um, cap table features so we did our first usability testing last year yeah so beginning of last year um, and we organized doing um interviews with our earlier doctors right and so they gave us the the feedback and then we went back again uh rebuilt the features and then release them again but now um, as i mentioned earlier we, we are trying to make sure that we are delivering specific promises to our customers so that means that we're making it easy for them to organize their business making it easy for them to raise um capital the right way and then also being able to Um, high and retain the right customers. So with those three promises, we are also going to start um, usability testing in the beginning of next year to be able to see how can we best improve, for example, the employee stock options feature to be able to, to serve the customers the way that they have requested for. Because we do have the feature on the platform But they have given us feedback that there's there's something that is missing for them. And so we are going to be working to make sure that we are delivering on this so that we are, yeah, we're making true the promise that we are making that we can help them hire and retain the right talent through the incentives they give uh, for the employee stock options.
0: So I'd love to you know step back and uh, have you reflect a little bit uh, further on uh, your career because uh, my understanding is that you worked in a various business development roles for several yes. years and then uh, made the transition into more of a customer uh, success role within a startup. Um, can you share a bit on how your almost workplace personality or or uh, management style has evolved to this new setting?
1: Yes. Um, Yeah, so initially before I joined Raise, I was working at a health tech um, startup. And at that time I was doing digital marketing and business development, so more of sales. So when I was leaving, I wanted to move more towards um, the client facing, but not necessarily sales, and then also continue doing um, marketing. And I also identified that I wanted to stay within the tech space. So it is through my experience at RAISE that I was able to understand or to get this um, level of self-awareness that what I was really looking for was being in a position that was going to put me between the product and the customer. And so, That's how my career has evolved. So eventually, um, yeah, I just want to continue my background in customer success and also when it comes to marketing. Uh mainly right now I play more of a supporting role. I don't really lead it since we have someone internally who is doing that. But I do remember that when I had initially joined RAISE, I was also providing um support with that. So in regards to how my yeah, my leadership style has changed and then also just my personality has changed in this work environment is coming to understand the importance of company culture um, and how it influences team performance and then also team motivation. Um, And then as well, the other thing I would say that has changed for me is being able to trust my team even more because this is the first time I get to work in a company where it's fully remote. And so, and we are all working in different time time zones, right? So being able to trust that when someone, as we are each uh, committing to delivering on something that we are trusting someone to be able to deliver on that, as opposed to micromanaging, which I do believe was a weakness I had I would say sometime last year (laughs) yeah so I was very I was a very hands-on manager but now that has changed that and has helped me trust that we've hired the right I have the right people in my team and therefore I should trust that they'll be able to deliver on what they're supposed to so they don't need me to be hovering over them and constantly checking if X, Y, and Z is done. And then in regards to culture, um yeah, I've I've come to it's it's more of like a self-awareness and then also understanding how culture affects everybody else. Um and as a company, this week, this year, sorry, and last quarter, our biggest focus was also working on company culture and seeing what are some of the things that we need to maybe update, given that the company is also growing, the personalities are changing, so the dynamics of the company is also changing and making sure that we are adjusting our company culture to fit the, the how big the company is now growing into, as well as having a culture for us to make sure that we are hiring the right people to fit the team. And then also just for me, Culture does influence the motivation where I work.
0: That's great. And, and what would you say uh, is maybe a, a personal superpower that you have uh, built for yourself? So you, you talked about uh, how you have gone from the business development roles into the customer success role. And now within Raise, you have seen uh, your own role evolve and even the company in in the culture uh continually growing is there any themes in terms of the strengths that you have been able to uh, strengthen and really lean on during these changes
1: yes yes there are I, I i would start by saying adaptability yeah so being able to Adapt to a new environment, and as the change is happening, because it happens really fast in the company, given that it's small, and then also um, adapting in such a way that I'm also actively learning, because as I'd mentioned earlier, the company is changing so fast, and it's 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 a small startup, right? So you're constantly wearing different hats. So that means I have to be adaptable and I have to be quick to learn to be able to deliver on, on a specific task. And I would also say one of my superpowers would be explaining, um, being able to explain complex um, situations or ideas in a simpler way for someone else to understand and as well just managing uh projects um yeah i used to think i was organized but my experience at raise has really helped me see that i was more organized than i thought i was yeah
0: well that that's definitely a good uh self-awareness that, that you're uh, recognizing uh your adaptability as a strength and and some of the other areas that you're looking to continue to to grow Are there ways uh, beyond just learning on the job and and adapting within the company itself that you pursue to grow your career and leadership uh, skills?
1: Yes. Um, So I do attend a lot of the online webinars that happen specifically on LinkedIn. Um, So for me, I actively participate in events around customer success, in around um, user research, as well as data. Um, I'm very big on data being useful enough for us to be able to understand our customers and for us to know what we need to do in terms of improvement of service, in terms of improvement of product for us to retain the customer. So yeah, just looking for, learning resources for myself to be able to continue build my skills and then also just networking with people on LinkedIn to, you know, ask questions to different people who have um, experience that I'm aspiring towards.
0: Amazing. And just as we start to, to wrap up, you Mm -hmm. mentioned that you're currently working remotely from uh, Thailand I'd love to hear how that experience is going and if that's something you're going to continue to pursue even further now that you have been uh, living and breathing the true remote work uh, (laughs) lifestyle.
1: Yeah, Um, it has been an interesting experience. Um, Currently, I am ahead of everyone in terms of time in the office. Yeah, but I would say what I've appreciated about this opportunity is being able to finish my tasks early in the morning and then jump into meetings in the afternoon. So I'm not feeling as overwhelmed as I would say a normal day usually is. Um, I'd also say, yes, I would do this again. Um, And I do appreciate that the company that I work for does, um, yeah create this possibility and I still have the the ability to have my work-life balance in place, even if I'm working um, at a time that is significantly different compared to the rest of, of the team, I'm still available for anyone who might need my support, even though it might be, let's say, in the evening hours, my time. Yeah, but it has been it has been a learning experience and I would say i have also gotten some empathy for the team, for my team who work, let's say in the US and those who are in India, for example, because I, I can see how it's different if your work, you know, your working time is different compared to the rest of the of the team. But I, I would do it again.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting uh, takeaway that you you realize maybe you prefer having kind of some solo work sessions in the morning and then diving into to meetings. So maybe there's some shifts you can you can even make uh, in how you uh, manage your your schedule when you when you go back to to Kenya. So exactly. um, thank you so much for reflecting today about your career and manager journey. Um, at RAISE and uh, glad to hear that RAISE is doing well and growing and uh, providing that impactful support to to early stage founders so that they can raise their funding and and make sure that they do that in a way that sets them up for success and Mm -hmm. I look forward to continuing to follow you on your leadership journey and wishing you all the best.
1: Thank you so much Chris and I appreciate having this opportunity to speak to you and then also just sharing more about my experience. And I look forward to engaging with you and Coffee Chat uh, some more in